Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers-Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Victoria Brewer, owner of Once Upon a Plate Catering. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A special virtual program. Another virtual program? Aren't we all meeting like not together y- yet? Not yet. We're getting there, people, but we still got to be virtual for a little bit longer. All right. What's this one called? This one is called Plan, Adapt, and Learn Responsive Leadership with Judd Fisher. Oh, Judd Fisher. Yes. Did you know he's the great-grandson of Edmund Ball? I knew he got that job somehow, but I didn't oh. know he was the great-grandson. <laughs> He I'm is fully kidding. qualified. Judd is, is the man <laughs> he in He is Muncie. the man. He is the president and chief executive officer of the Ball Brothers Foundation. And he's always a nice guy. Every time I see him, he says hello. I agree. He's very nice. Very, very cool. Very nice. So he is going to talk on Tuesday, April 13th from 10 to 11.30. We're going to learn from him. I hope they take a break there. That's an hour and a half. You can't sit in front of your computer for an hour and a half. I, I would want at least one <laughs> restroom break. Yes. <laughs> I will talk to Mitch just to make sure. <laughs> okay. You know what? It's a Zoom. If you turn off your your, your, no, your no, camera, no, no. no you, one's going to know if you walk away. You are opening <laughs> it up to a lot of bad mojo there. I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm just saying, as long as you don't have your camera on and take it into the bathroom with you, you could have a bathroom break if you need one. Anyway, what are we going to be talking Fisher's about? Judd Fisher's not going to approve of this, <laughs> the way we're promoting this. So what are we going to learn? Well, we are going to learn that good leaders make plans based on research, strategy, and careful consideration. Good leaders understand the weight of their role and do their best to plan. Great leaders watch for the signs that their plan isn't working and are willing to adjust in the moment. Judd Fisher will speak about his leadership philosophy and how he combines thoughtful, inclusive, relationship-based planning with swift response, gut-based decision-making to create change within our community. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Victoria Brewer, owner of Once Upon a Plate. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Well, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's beautiful. It's nice weather and getting better. Now tell me about Once Upon a Plate. When did you start this? So um, Once Upon a Plate is five years old. Um, We just turned five years old and we have been uh, growing for quite a while, but we... Uh, back in, gosh, 2016, I was uh, a bartender and doing some small bit of catering somewhere else and decided that uh, that was what I was really good at and wanted to take it to the next level. So that's when we launched Once Upon a Plate. Okay. Now, tell everybody who doesn't know, which is probably just a few people out there, uh-huh. what Once Upon a Plate is. Once Upon a Plate is an upscale catering company, and we like to offer um, dinners, breakfasts, 
appetizers, things for weddings, all kinds of corporate events, um, lots of nonprofits here in town. So we just do a lot of catering and we also have a meal prep service side of the business. Uh, we just partnered with Muncie Meats this year. Uh, we were doing it on our own and it was going great, but that local partnership, adding them to the mix um, has worked out really well. We're using all of their meat products in our meal preps, uh, family and personal serving sizes. Um, we're also doing some sides and um, dips and things like that that you can pick up in their store or have delivered to your home. And right. they have these lockers, right? The, the automated <laughs> farmer's market is yes. so cool and innovative. That's actually uh, Jason Mock's creation. Um, and those are refrigerated or heated. Um, so we're going to try to do a heated column this summer to see if you can stop and pick up some barbecue favorites or sides and things like that. Now, so, where is that located at? That's over near um, in between Meyer and Benson's. Okay. So it's it's got a little tiny little piece of property. It's more in the Benson's parking lot, but you can pass it on your way to, to Meyer. You stop in and it takes 20 seconds to pick up your order. You don't have to get your kids out of the car. You don't have to go in the store. You've already done your shopping online. So uh, super innovative and super convenient, especially in these times. Uh, you know, people don't want to go in the store or don't have time to go in the store. And it really is a good solution for those those people. So that's really cool. I like that. Now, are you still doing prepped? We have just basically rebranded that to Once Upon a Plate at Home. And okay. that's that's what's going on at Muncie Meats. Uh, Muncie Meats has been fantastic in taking over the, the e-commerce. They do all of the ordering and online stuff behind the scenes. And we basically just cook the food and drop it off and they take care of it from there. So oh, nice. um, yeah, it, it has taken a lot off of what we wanted, but it's also getting their products on people's plates at home. A lot of people don't think to just go by Kilgore and stop in and grab steaks or ground beef or whatever. So they can do that. I mean, all that bacon, everything you need is there, but we just cook with it and truly a farm to table experience, I think. All that's locally farmed here, here in Delaware County, Randolph County, um, cows and pigs and all that's here. So full circle local. Now, what else have you been, uh, I know over the past five years, you've been in real estate, like buying and selling <laughs> things. So tell me about that. That's never intentional. <laughs> um, we have uh, experimented with a few kitchens and locations. And, you know, that that was, like I said, not intentional. But um, up until recently, I also worked for Meridian Health Services, oh, which yes. was which was great. Um, I love Meridian. It's actually a, a cause that's near and dear to me. So um, I'm a partner, donor, and volunteer there at Meridian now. So no longer um, associated as an employee, but that's uh, it's still a great relationship. So that's uh, all I'm up to now as far as work goes. I'm working for myself now. It feels great. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I get to eat your food just about everywhere, whether it's a networking event or uh, weddings. Weddings, So yeah. tell me about the weddings and catering for them. Uh, weddings are my favorite. That is truly, hopefully, a once-in-a-lifetime experience that we get to share with our, our bridal clients. And, um, you know, just, just being able to, to offer them something creative, um, not the run-of-the-mill catering. You know, we, we're capable of doing taco bars and pasta bars and things like that. But I, that's what I pride my work in is that we offer a unique unique experience um, as far as creating customized menus for those clients and uh, and their guests. But just being a part of that day is so cool. And that's actually part and of my motivational speech with my employees every every time we get started. Is this, this may not be the most important day of your life, but it's theirs. And we need to, to serve them in that way. Now, so. I think you're the first person I've ever heard of, but actually cooking them breakfast. It's an all-day affair <laughs> we, for, with food. You know, I started working in the, the food and service industry, I guess, food industry, 17 years ago ago and even back then when I was a 16 year old service at Texas Roadhouse it was always upsell 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 so now in my mind you know trying to upsell things for our clients but also be able to provide that all-around 
and one-stop shop. So if you need bridal grazing and you want to have snacks and mimosa bars and things while you get ready for your day, we, we do offer that. Or um, late night snacks after everybody's had a little too much to drink and we can put together a fun DIY bar for that. But um, just, to, just to make it a full circle one-stop experience is, is the goal and make it easy. Less vendors equals uh, less chaos for everyone involved. <laughs> Indeed, yes. <laughs> Are you a Munsonian? Have you always lived here? Or where are you from? So grew up here in Muncie. Um, we we were around until I was in about second grade. And then my family moved off to Minnesota. And we oh, okay. were gone till about fifth grade. Um, but I've been here ever since fifth grade. I actually moved eight times and went to 14 different schools from... Holy cow. Yeah. From, well, kindergarten to fifth grade. And then we, we planted um, our feet here in Muncie. So graduated from Wapahani. But I went to Delta till I was a junior. So 2006, go Raiders. But <laughs> but yeah, we've been here. I, I did venture to Indianapolis for college. I went to IUPUI for a while. But uh, other than that, been here all my life. Haven't left, honestly, maybe a handful of times in seven years. So okay. <laughs> it's time for a vacation. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now, Vacations, current- what are those? Right? We don't get those as business owners. Come on. Now, currently, you're living in Albany? Albany is where we call home, yes. Hadley and I. Now, did I see something about city council or something like that? You know, I I made a run for it. Uh, Okay. It is a a very small community, and, you know, honestly, um, it was a great experience. It was not technically an election process. It was a caucus just to fill a seat. Someone was moving out of the district. Um, We're going to keep the logo, see what happens politically in my my future. Okay, I didn't know if you won it or not. (laughs) I've always dabbled in politics ever since I was, 18 years old I helped with a lot of campaigns and working campaigns and helping people get elected behind the scenes and just you know being that you know helping with the golf outings and things like that so uh, I see a small future I don't know to what extent but um, definitely going to stay involved politically I'm actually a member of the Delaware County Women Republicans Club and and proud to do that and I'm also a precinct committee person for my precinct out in Albany so okay and I like your logo I I, when you launched it I was like oh I like that one (laughs) Everyone, I'm a punny person, yeah. so they like the the seasoned leader that yeah. I used as my tagline. I so. like, yeah, I'm always a sucker for a good pun. And so. I wanted, um, I wanted to keep it simple too. Yeah. So tell me about your family. I know you have a little kiddo. Yes, my daughter seven Hadley. Um, she is seven, going on seventeen. And I'm sure so you guys, you yeah. guys know <laughs> how that is. Um, she is definitely spitting image of me as far as you know everything you know she wants to wear makeup and get dressed up and have her nails done and that's probably a bad habit to start this early (laughs) but uh yeah I have Hadley and then my brother is 11 months younger than me he's in the air force in Texas and he has two children and um my parents are both here my my dad and his wife live in Selma and my mom and her fiance live in Parker City so we're all right here except for Kyle my brother and he'll be here I think he moves back in October he's he's been stationed there for five years and he'll be home in the Dayton area to a new base then oh so. good well that's nice yeah, that's yeah. all fun fact Hadley your daughter and our daughter Adia are in the same class at uh, Monroe Central they so are they're buddies and so. according to Hadley they're besties oh so. yeah <laughs> Adia says that too so I'm like oh, that's great <laughs> yes <laughs> now what other organizations are you involved in you mentioned the Republicans that's a revolving door I constantly you know I'm doing asked to help out with things um, I'm not I don't have a, a leadership role anywhere specifically but I do help out um secret families christmas uh is a huge organization that i'm passionate about i love the boys and girls club um i help out with the ywca and their fundraisers now of course all of that has been on hold for a while but still kind of behind the scenes help out where i 
can. Um, we donate a ton of stuff to Blood and Fire um, as far as, you know, wedding leftovers. Some brides and stuff don't want to take it home or they're leaving on their honeymoon. So we'll drop it off at Blood and Fire or the, the Muncie Mission. But more behind the scenes, nothing nothing in a leadership role. But I, I definitely select organizations that I connect with, and which is pretty much all of them here in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there's a ton of good ones to, to pick from. There so. are tons, and I, I always have a bleeding heart for just everybody that needs help, especially right now. So Now, networking groups, are you still involved with BNI or did you move off from that? I'm not in BNI anymore. Um, my schedule just got too crazy to allow time for that. It's great. Um, I might revisit it in the future just to, to keep things professionally you know, sharp, but uh, still friends with all of that group and uh, do do business with that group. And um, it was it was an amazing thing to get my business started. I'm glad that I actually participated in uh, for anybody thinking that that expense is not worth it, it is. Um, we we grew exponentially because of BNI. Yeah, but as you as you grow, we found that too. Like we we've been part of BNI and different networking organizations and stuff. But as you grow, your time is you know pulled in various directions. And I always say, uh, at least pre-COVID, you could find a networking group or a business development group every single day of the week. Absolutely. Um, so you kind of have to be strategic about. Where, where you spend your time and what's valuable. And it's important to get involved in those groups because it's more than just building your business. It's actually giving back to the community in a lot of those groups that the focus is, yes, we're here to network, but also help others in need. So do a lot of stuff with the chamber. Um, we're always a sponsor at Chamber Cup. So I always have the same whole spot every year. So we get to see everyone twice. So I, I hear they're hosting that this year. So I'm excited to be a part of the Chamber Cup again and um, be involved in the, in the Delaware County Chamber commerce so and you always have fun whatever your hole is it's always fun and exciting (laughs) we we do a themed whatever I I think the last few years we've done um let's flamingle so we can do flamingo you know island themed drinks and appetizers fun stuff like that but we might switch it up this year it's uh it's due for a polish so what does success mean to you what does success mean to me? Growing up, I always had a lot of friends and um, relatives and just people I knew that were growing successful. And um, up until I was in my mid-20s, it's what I always wanted, but I didn't grasp it. So it's about reaching your goals. And um, when that happens, you're you're making a constant effort towards those goals. That takes time, effort, and a lot of introspection. It's not about the outcome. It's the same way that um, goal slaying isn't about the reaching the goal. It's about the journey you're on towards reaching those goals and about the person you're becoming in the process. Constantly changing, growing, evolving, and learning uh, something new about your journey. And I think that's truly success. How do you keep a positive attitude? That is hard to do, especially when you're busy. A and lot. you're busy all the time. I'm let me, busy let all me just time. see. Uh, do you take a day off per week? Because I know every weekend you're busy with uh, weddings and other catering engagements. It, Mondays, are you like I'm out? <laughs> I try to. Um, Mondays is usually a catch-up day. We're either like gathering equipment from venues or you know cleaning up at the kitchen. It depends on how crazy of a weekend we have. Um, I have great staff that that takes care of a lot of that. But sometimes you just you just got to take that Monday but I don't have a designated day off. It depends every week um, what we've got going on. But I guess the short answer is is no, I don't have a designated <laughs> day off. But, um, you know, to, to, keep, to stay positive and all that, um, you definitely have to have a purpose. And our purpose is 
I mean, it's huge. We help so many complete that that day that's the only day they're ever going to have and make that super special. Definitely surround yourself with positive people. But tell me about your employees. Like you work with quite a few different people and they come and go in and out of this catering business. So I'm, I'm very fortunate. Um, I have 35 on staff currently. And about, really, thirty-five uh, different people uh, up until um, obviously COVID. Five of them were full time, and that's um, changed a little bit. But we we still have a very very large staff. Um, a lot of them use Once Upon a Plate as supplemental income, and which is great because it's weekends only. Um, some people, you know, they work full time or they have kids or every other weekend off with their kids, and they just want to supplement their income. But we have really had a core group that's been with me two and three years on weekends where we're super busy and we have six, seven, eight weddings on a Saturday. We bring in and some you know friend of friends kind of thing um it's on an as needed basis i have a great staff i honestly i couldn't do it without them i <laughs> all the time they're correcting my mistakes they're reminding me of something and i seriously give all the credit of our success to my staff and they've been amazing what's on your bucket list what do you want to do before it's said <laughs> and done well my bucket list is full of cliche things i'm sure i i definitely uh want to develop a passive income stream that's top priority for me because I've always joked with um, a few close friends of mine that I'll have my stuff together by the time I'm 40. And that passive income stream is, <laughs> is part of that. So what's that look like to you? I just, there's... Is that like the Robin Hood app and you're buying stocks? No. Or? <laughs> they, you know, they always say the average millionaire has five streams of income and, you know, far off from being a millionaire, but definitely trying to build that now um, so that essentially in the long run, I don't have to work as hard as I always have. I think it would be really cool to help someone check something off their bucket list, like marry the love of your life or just be a part of something on someone else's bucket list, I think would be cool. I have never been married, so I guess that's on my bucket list. But again, I always joke with my friends. I'm always the caterer. If anything happens to Matt, I'm not getting married again. I'm just saying that. I, I always do joke with my friends that I'm always the caterer, never the bride. So yeah. that's that's an ongoing <laughs> joke for, for all of us. But um, I, I think that would be cool and you know the right person at the right time and we'll see what happens yeah. so far so good on my own though <laughs> that's not bad when, matt and i when we got married we were like he's a wedding dj we've been to a bajillion weddings <laughs> we don't want a big fancy wedding so right. we ran away to hawaii and got married by ourselves How we fun. left yeah. everyone at home kids family everybody it was just two of us and it was the best thing ever i would do it over again i was gonna say i with all the experiences i've had i could go either way there i could do the big huge shebang or i could elope i i don't know where i would end up i guess it would depend on everything once that time comes but i i would love hawaii i think that's really cool i didn't know that about you guys oh yes we, w we were hoping to go back for our 10-year anniversary in october but you in know 2020 COVID, in 2020 <laughs> but you know covid happened so hey, whatever it's we fine. can go back a decade in ten, two years yeah it's been doing like 11 years it's fine <laughs> If someone were to play you in a movie, who would it be? So I I originally was going to say Julia Roberts because I love Pretty Woman. That's like my favorite movie ever. But then everyone's like, well, she's a hooker, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, so? That doesn't look good. <laughs> so um, I I love Sandra Bullock. I, I love her personality. I think she's down to earth. She stays out of the tabloids. Um, she's a mom who, like, fiercely protects her daughter. And she usually winds up being one of the guys, uh, like a jeans and T-shirt kind of girl. And that's totally my style outside of work. I know right now it doesn't look like it with my hair, nails, and makeup, and eyelashes. But um, I just... She's funny when she's expected to be serious, and I just love Sandra Bullock. I think that's, like, who I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> awesome. I think, I think that's great. 
And now it's time for lightning round. Quick questions and quick answers. Number one question, what's your favorite band or artist? I am a huge country fan. I am loving Morgan Wallen right now. I don't know. I just I like the, the lyrics to his songs, and um, it's just something I can turn on loud and listen in the car or listen at home while I'm getting ready and mix in with all the other 90s country stuff that I like too. So, Are you an early bird or night owl? It depends on the day. I try to be an early bird, have to get Hadley up and ready for school, and then... Um, you know, I haven't had to get myself ready for a long time. I usually sit at my desk in yoga pants and t-shirt and hair on top of my head, but uh, I prefer to be an early bird. I feel more accomplished that way. Get up, make the bed, have my protein coffee, get her to school, and then try to get to the gym before nine. So I guess that's the, the good answer there. What's your favorite book? Oh gosh, I'm a old time classic. I love Charlotte's Web. Hadley and I read that. Um, we read books quite a bit, but we read a chapter a night and you know every few months we'll rotate books in and she wants to to read Charlotte's Web over and over so that was always a classic when I was growing up and probably not an adult favorite book but I uh, I enjoy reading that with her terrific have you ever met anyone famous uh, I don't think I have no I I don't all these catering gigs no yeah. famous I mean, politicians they don't really count so. <laughs> they're that. only famous no. for four years and then they, they go away but no I I mean I can't think of anybody that's I've gotten a few autographs like through an airport but never actually met you know Larry Bird that was pretty cool and I got his autograph on a McDonald's napkin but no I I don't think I've met anybody famous I think a Larry I Bird, mean, Larry Bird autograph, autograph that's <laughs> what's your guilty pleasure it's probably cliche, scrolling through Facebook and Instagram. That's a guilty pleasure of mine. And probably ordering fast food or carry out when I don't want to cook, <laughs> which is a lot. What's your favorite movie? I'm going to have to go back to Pretty Woman on that. I don't know why. I just always, I just loved that love story. That was a huge movie when it came out. I yeah. mean, everybody saw that thing. You know, you're scrolling through the TV and all these classics are on, especially around the holidays, and I always stop at Pretty Woman. There's a long list, but I think that one's my favorite. You know, like Forrest Gump and The Green Mile, all those are pretty up there, but I'm going to have to go with Pretty Woman on that one. Now, I was not allowed to watch Pretty Woman. Well, right. I was going to side note this. Now, did you watch it in theaters or? No, I'm not old enough for that. I didn't think so. I didn't think you would be. So. She's a youngin'. <laughs> it does give you a. You graduated in what? What did you say? 2006. 2006. Holy, yeah. Holy cow. I'll You're be 34 baby. this summer. So I, I still uh, have an appreciation for the classics. That, that's good. Uh, <laughs> the classics. <laughs> What's your hidden talent? Something you're good at that other people might not know. I don't know. I'm probably pretty good at putting fires out and letting nobody know about it. You know, there's crisis that happen when you're setting up a catering event and you're like, oh my gosh, we forgot the ranch dressing and our kitchen's 25 minutes away and just that crisis adverted kind of person. Um, I guess that's a talent, but <laughs> try not to let anyone know that there was a hiccup in, in keeping that under wraps and whether it's major or minor, we can, we can usually fix that. So if I'm there, <laughs> if not, I'm like, I don't know, go to the dollar store. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Do you sing in the shower? I, I love having a Bluetooth speaker on in the shower, and yeah, I, I'm guilty of that. All right. Now, what about <laughs> how about the car? I do, yep. Hadley and I love to sing in the car, too. Um, again, I, I always keep like an iTunes playlist on rotating all kinds of songs and yeah, sing in the car in the awesome. shower. No, I'm not good at it, but <laughs> I do sing in the car. Now, Audia tells me to stop singing in the car, and I'm like, listen here, girl, it's my car. If I want to sing, I'm going to sing. <laughs> Hadley waits till we get. We pull into the school. She's like, Mom, turn the radio down. <laughs> Don't want anybody to hear that we're Don't not listening to music right now. Embarrass her. Yes. <laughs> All right. Star Wars or Star Trek? 
I'm going to have to go with Star Wars. I, I've seen Star Trek, but it's been a lot of years, and I've seen more Star Wars, and I think I'll have to go with that. Okay. <laughs> What's your most used emoji on your phone? Uh, probably the face palm, where she's slapping around her face. Um, I, I use that one quite a bit, um, usually making fun of myself, or I can't believe that just happened, usually, but that's probably my most used emoji. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you so much for having me. I, I was super excited when you asked me to join, and I've, I've listened to, to the other women, and I, I love what you guys are doing here, so, so thank you for having me. No problem. Thank thanks you for, very much. Thanks for stopping by the Marvels. Bye. Bye. Well, we're in April, and that means Earth Day is coming up. Yeah. 420. 420, man. Did you know our address here at Farmhouse Creative is 420 South High Street? I did, and I didn't even put it together until Amy said something about it. And in the studio, we have Amy Leffingwell. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I think it was actually your daughter. It was my daughter, because I thought, oh, 420 is super funny, and she's like, oh, yeah, High Street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't even notice, but yeah. So, you know, I like to celebrate Earth Day because uh, it's all about trash. I love trash. Anything dirty Dirty or dingy or dusty. Something's not Child of the 70s. (laughs) That's Oscar the Grouch for those youngsters who don't know. So recently at the farmhouse, we, we put new flooring in, which spurred a a something in angie it's like if you give a mouse a cookie right if you give a mouse a cookie it wants a glass of milk and blah blah blah. so it's turned into if you give a mouse a cookie out of the farmhouse of redoing the farmhouse yeah so we just did the floors that's all we were going to do you mean the farmhouse your house House. yeah not the office but home farmhouse but before that then we had to like well, I'm like, well, if we're getting new floors, we should paint the walls. And if we're going to paint the walls, I need to wash the walls first. So I've washed the walls. I have painted the walls. We have new flooring. And now I'm like, well, now we should just, you know. Let's get rid of this. Let's, let's get rid of that. This. Streamline. Switch this out. Streamline, streamline yep. things. Embrace my minimalist tendencies and all that. And we had to replace the trash can, which I was not a fan of. No, because you are a man and don't care about things like Our that. Our trash can before this was a 39-gallon mug. <laughs> monstrosity <laughs> that, that was in my kitchen and i took out the trash once a week maybe twice if it was a heavy week that's all i did okay wow i'm saying a 39 let's just call it a 40 gallon trash can is when you buy trash bags for that it is like the lawn and leaf trash bags yeah. it's like industrial size trash bag there's no reason to keep that much trash in your house at one given point in time. And there's only three and a half people who live there on a regular basis. We can't have that much trash. <laughs> so she gets this trash can. It's a little 13 gallon. Yes, yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's cute. It's cute. It has like a, a sensor that opens. You don't even have to it touch it. It took two D batteries. Now what in the world takes <laughs> D batteries nowadays? Everything's rechargeable mm. except this trash can 13 yes. gallons opens up by itself when you wave your hand over it. it's so it's cute audia thinks it's magic she loves it i love it because now we have a normal size person trash can in our house and not 40 gallons of trash now what did your 16 uh, year old say about this oh almost 17 yes the almost 17 year old said what why are you getting a new trash can our old one works fine and it I'm, we're going to have to be taking out the trash way more often. This is not cool. I do not approve of this plan. The first day we had this trash can, I had to take out the trash. No, you did not. I did. The no. next morning, I took out the trash because it was trash day. 
and oh, I you gathered. You took it out because it was trash day. I gathered all the trash <laughs> and and put it all in there, and it barely fit. But I but had to take it out. But guess what? This is what normal people. Normal do. people do this. They this don't craziness. have to Also, <laughs> crazy is how I used to take my trash. Okay. Yes, I don't places. think Matt has any room to talk about you know what normal people do with trash because he up until he married me. And I moved in. He did not do normal things with his trash. What? I did not have trash service out at the farmhouse. So I had a, had a burn barrel. So if it could be burned, you burn it. Anything else, Did though, you burn your trash very often? Not really. No. I was just a trash person. So <laughs> the trash collected in, in, in a large in container. In the 40-gallon bag of trash. And, of course, then you throw it in your trunk and you go take it to a dumpster somewhere. That is... One is gross. That's disgusting. It's pretty illegal, too. It's also super illegal to illegally dump your trash in somebody else's dumpster. Now, I would take it to places that I worked. That doesn't matter. (laughs) That's not any better. It just so happened that one of the places I worked was down in Indianapolis, so I would take my trash an hour and a half drive. You would put it in your trunk. Yes, farmland to Indy. Yes. I don't. Didn't it stink? It did not stink. Because yes, it did. You maybe the rule of aerodynamics. All that smell went behind me, not into the cab. Okay, so the people behind you were like, "What oh, is going on with that dude?" My trash didn't stink that bad. You know? Everybody's trash stinks, man. That's just how, <laughs> the rule of trash. It stinks. So they just didn't have trash service in farmland. They oh, had they, they, they had did. Had I just it. didn't want to pay for it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. At that point in my life. <laughs> all right, I feel that. But yeah. no one wants to pay no. for trash. But I think it is a necessary thing that we should pay for trash now you have something about trash bags don't you i do i hate buying trash bags the concept of the concept of paying money to to throw away to put for a receptacle to put my trash that i'm going to throw away like it in itself is trash trash bags are trash and i have to pay money so you're buying trash i'm buying trash i don't understand yes and i mean i get it it's a necessary evil that we have to do but every time we buy trash bags, which is going to be a lot more now than that, we don't buy 40-gallon <laughs> trash bags. Yes, uh, I'm not sure you helped out the environment whatsoever. So uh, I helped out the environment of my house. In your house. Of non-stinky trash and the aesthetics of mm-hmm. the kitchen. Which is important. Yeah, having a big old thing is not, not good. When we have the massive amount of people come over to our house. Even in the before times, we did not have people <laughs> come over to our exactly. house. Exactly. <laughs> This is just for her. It's for me. So is this uh, large trash can the same giant trash can that you've always had, even when you were carting trash to Indy? Yes. No, no, no. No, it's, it's new. Not. Those are out in the barn. No. I was thinking maybe there they was were, sentimental value to this <laughs> trash they, they were very tall 50-gallon ones that I used oh. to have that the 40-gallon 40, 40 trash bag what would fit in. What are you throwing out? <laughs> Downsize from 50 gallons to 40 hey, gallons. I don't have time to take out the trash except once a week. Come oh. on. No, I, I am just glad that now we do pay for trash service. So thank you. Uh, best We've been way paying or for whoever. it ever since she <laughs> moved in. So it's been almost 10 years now. I know. Because I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? You don't have trash. <laughs> now, when, when my dad doesn't has something that... Uh, he went, he he can't burn in his burn barrel. Of course, he brings it down and puts it in my container on Thursday morning. Well, yeah. That's but he does bring back up the container for me. So that's that's, oh, that's yeah. a win. Now, yeah. they don't have trash service at their house. Oh, no. Gosh, no. Why would you pay for that? I know. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm a city person. I just think I'm you should sure pay. You I think you have a nose. <laughs> you should pay people to come to your house and take away your trash. And we do. And now 
we have a much smaller trash can. And I and Audia, the girls in the house are very happy. The boys are not quite so happy. So in two weeks, like stand by and we'll see how this how this goes. Yeah. We'll, we'll give an update. I'm sure. <laughs> yes. It'll just take some getting used to. I think it'll be great. And be um, sure to have a happy Earth Day. I love trash. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at schaeferleadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone. Boss.